0: All right, before he goes over to the movie theaters to see his favorite flick, Barbie, Scott Ritchie, our basketball beat writer, is going to break down the Big Ten and um, mention a team that maybe nobody is talking about right
1: now. I don't think enough people... Know that this could be a good season at Nebraska Hmm. of all places.
0: All right, Richie will uh, take us team by team. He'll answer the top question facing each of the 14 Big Ten teams in this week's podcast Inside Aligned Basketball. Come back after these messages. (laughs) Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome to uh, Hazy. Champagne, still hazy, another weekend of weird skies. What's up with the wildfires in Canada, Scott Ritchie?
1: Well, apparently they're still burning. How is
0: that possible? Fix it.
1: Well, that's not always the best ecological decision. Sometimes you just let them burn. No, not when it
0: makes our sky messed up. I saw Coach Underwood walking along prospect, uh, as he does, in the muck on Sunday. almost stopped to tell him to be careful because it was so hazy. can't see you, much less breathe you, right? Yeah,
1: but again, I mean a lot of Canada is you know inaccessible by most civilization, and it's forest. And then you know, wildfires get are obviously bad, but sometimes you have to have to let it burn. All right, I'm
0: I'm Jim Rosso, vice president of news. That's Scott Greenpeace Ritchie, I'm very much environmentally sound basketball writer. Apparently knows about. All things wildfire and...
1: Yeah, only bad if they threaten, obviously, human life.
0: Okay. Otherwise, let it burn. All right. We are in the middle of summer, doggone it. Uh, we still have basketball to talk about as Illinois prepares for its trip to Spain, uh, I guess. I see a lot of pictures coming out of uh, out of Ubbin, a lot of practices, a lot of uh, hustle, I guess. Yeah, what? well, I mean... <laughs> they don't not... show bad stuff, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, here let's have a running clip of all the threes we missed in practice today. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be, a little, I mean, truth, a little honesty there, but no, like they last week they so had the first of their ten official practices, which okay. I mean, it's nothing totally different than what they've been doing so far this summer. Um, just more of it and more together because they essentially since they started back in June, they've been running uh, two groups. You know, one will be on the court in the morning while the other lifts, then in the afternoon it flips with some uh, open gym, but like, you know, a little more, yeah, segmented and, yeah, controlled open gym in between, so. Okay. little more
0: supervised. Excited about the Barbie movie, I, I understand.
1: The basketball team?
0: No, you. Oh. Scott Ritchie, movie uh, connoisseur. Well,
1: apparently like I have to Barbie. go see Barbie and Oppenheimer back-to-back or something, because yep. that's would be a depressing day if you only saw one. And I won't say which one would be more depressing. Okay.
0: Hey, this is the edition of Inside Illini Basketball brought to you by Ed Bond. Welcome back, Ed. He took a train trip, as he does, out west. I would highly encourage someone to jump on the Amtrak and head to uh, L.A., I've done it once with my kids. It was awesome. Uh, maybe I need to do it again, but we'd have to get more than two rooms this time because they're all little tykes back then. <laughs> we could stuff them in there.
1: All right? It'd be an interesting story when you get this, <laughs> all of them stuffed into one room.
0: This week's podcast, uh, oh, I'm going to quiz old Richie oh, on uh, one pressing storyline from every Big Ten team. So we got to hustle a little bit. Okay. All right. We know Illinois. Is. We're not even going to do Illinois is because it's point guard, right? Still. That's the that's the storyline.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's Ty Rogers, but just because you've decided on a point guard apparently doesn't mean that the the question goes away.
0: Okay. Still the big question. I'm convinced it's not a uh, not a question. We'll so see. Yeah. Will we?
1: You know? Well, I mean, I hope like I'll get a chance to see them before November, but you know. Fingers crossed and all that.
0: All right, well, let's go to uh, let's start near the bottom. Minnesota. What's the question? <laughs> or, um, who are these guys?
1: Oh, there's a lot of that. I mean, Dawson Garcia is obviously their big name player, but I think the question is: Does Ben Johnson survive? Uh, has not been a great start to his head coaching career, okay. and seems like they. Fired uh, Richard Pertino for less over a longer amount of time.
0: That's where Big
1: Ten Basketball Media Day is again. Is it? So t- We're going back to Minneapolis? I thought, I thought I heard that. That seems like a bad idea. Well,
0: that brings uh, interest to basketball there because there's hardly any other interest in
1: basketball. I mean, they only did it last year because that's where they moved the right. tournament. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I, you're wrong. Because okay. you know who wasn't there last year? A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of national media did not go to Minneapolis, and the Illinois contingent only went because Illinois took us.
0: Uh, go to another school. I don't care about Rutgers. I mean, your favorite.
1: Really tough late off season for them with Cam Spencer and Paul Mulcahy uh, entering the portal as grad transfers, like after the. I mean, because they could after the deadline because they have graduated, but I think Steve Peichel was counting on them to come back and they are not so kind of rough season but the really the story in Rutgers is recruiting and if they manage to land the number one player in the class of 2024 to go with the number two player who they already have that's Ace Bailey is committed uh, Dylan Harper brother of Ron jr son of Ron number one player and it's essentially Rutgers and Duke when's the last time we had a Rutgers Duke recruiting battle Hmm. I, I would say never would be the answer and
0: let me say Duke will win that battle. Uh, we will move.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Ron Jr. obviously played at Rutgers, and yeah. apparently mom is big on mm. little brother going too.
0: So. Great. Well, they did a lot of great things with Ron Harper. Made those Final Fours, one of those Big Ten T- No, they didn't. Despite you playing them up for four years, they did nothing.
1: Except make the NCAA tournament. That was a – It's great. It's crazy. Good, good job, Knights. What – Remember what Eddie Jordan did there as a coach, Mm -hmm. not as a player necessarily? He did nothing. So, C. Peichel has turned the ship around. All right, big question at Michigan State. Will Tom Izzo's really leaning into continuity continue to pay off? Because it's essentially the same team as last year. I mean, the only player of note, I guess, that they lost was – Joey Hauser I had to think of which brother it was. Um, but they brought back Tyson Walker, AJ Hogard, Malik Hall, um, every Illinois fan's favorite Michigan State player, Maddie Sissoko, um, enrolled two five-star freshmen, two more four-star fresh, or two yeah, two more four-star freshmen. Like they could be the best team in the Big Ten, and if they are, it'll be because. They've had, like, the same team for three to four years.
0: Uh, clear-cut uh, Big Ten favorite, I would guess, right? Eh. Uh,
1: Going to be your top-ranked Big Ten team, top-rated? Probably not, maybe, because Purdue exists, and they got Zach Eadie to come back, and they won the Big Ten regular season and tournament titles last year with him and um, uh, developing Okay. I think to be fair, uh supporting cast, but like all those guys, uh, essentially, except for Brandon Newman, are back as well. Okay. And, you know, the best thing about freshmen I've heard from Brad Underwood is they become sophomores. So, uh, f- gosh, Fletcher Lawyer and uh, Braden Smith, the two freshman guards from last year, obviously have a ton of experience coming back.
0: Took seven minutes for you to make your first mistake on this podcast. Michigan State clearly going to win the Big Ten.
1: Well, I just said that they probably will. But I know, but you're still I also you brought Purdue into the conversation. Because Purdue will be the number one team probably okay. out of the Big Ten, rankings-wise. Well,
0: we'll keep track of uh, Ed, could you mark down every mistake Richie makes this podcast? It's uh, He usually averages 7.5, I think is the career average. Okay. Uh, we're, we're trending toward a higher number
1: this podcast. Well, just one, and we've already knocked off like five teams, so I think I'm doing pretty good. Hey, while
0: you're talking Boilermakers, what's their big question? Is it? It's How do you not choke in the tournament again?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's if this supporting cast can do enough around Zach Eady to Because obviously they had a great start to the season, kind of petered off a little bit. Then they finished strong with the Big Ten Tournament title. Then they lost to a 16 seed, um, which goes with their loss to a 15 and a 14 and a 13, I believe. Or are fourteen, maybe not a fifteen, but they've lost to double-digit seeds like each of the last three years.
0: Tell me, do Purdue and Illinois really hate each other in football? Football? Do you think not to?
1: Um, not to. No. Okay, you sure?
0: I think it's made up. This social media give and take.
1: Well, there's a segment of the Illinois fan base that's like, you know, Ryan, who like they just pretend that he okay. didn't help turn around the defense and. Like, and he's like a traitor for going to Purdue which is silly cuz he just took a better job as a head, as a okay. head coach. Okay. So they still like each other, you think? Um depends on how many recruits Ryan Walters takes from Illinois.
0: Purdue one of the uh, kind of the stories of Big 10 football recruiting, the top 25 nationally, I think, a little ahead of Illinois at this point.
1: Yeah, that surprised me. I mean there's been like only one head-to-head battle, I think. Terms of recruiting, um, Luke Williams, a four-star. Probably, I mean, wide receiver slash de- defensive back probably will be a defensive back in college out of Naperville, North, and came down to Purdue in Illinois. He picked Purdue. Picked Ryan Walters. So, uh, yeah. the they're getting high-level guys.
0: This is inside a line. Basketball. We'll try to keep it there, Scott. Rachel, yeah. I know you. Silly so me. Football.
1: Answering a question you asked about football. Speaking
0: of football. Uh, Northwestern's in shambles. What's their basketball question?
1: Is there hazing going on? (laughs) Let's hope not. In the uh, gym? football fell apart, baseball fell apart. Um, Not a good time to be a a men's sport in Northwestern. So hopefully Chris Collins has got better control of his his group. Uh, Their big question, like, can Boo Booey do it more by himself? Last year it was him and Chase Ladige really dragged that team to the level of success they had, and, and Adige is not coming back. So a lot on Boo Boo and then a lot on guys that were role players last year to step up and do more because Northwestern has a history of these good seasons followed by just a real drastic turnaround in the wrong direction.
0: Football coming off two horrible seasons now coming off this coaching change. its
1: um... I'd say it's probably over for them. Okay and they're losing the comfort level of the Big Ten West because divisions are going away like Northwestern may never be relevant again.
0: Let's go Maryland basketball. Uh, Tell me what's up there. I don't pay much attention to the Terrapins since Gary Williams left. (laughs) 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 How about that, to be honest? Let's see. So
1: they've had Mark Turgeon as a coach, Danny Manning as a coach, and now Kevin Willard as a coach. I'm just telling you. Since Gary Williams. (laughs) Uh hung it up.
0: Had a beer with Gary Williams in Maui. Oh. There's my Gary Williams story.
1: I think it seems like a guy that people like. Um, I guess their question is just can they build off of what they did last year in the first year with Kevin Willard? Because they kind of got Maryland semi-back to what Maryland basketball is supposed to be, which is, you know, top 25 caliber team, you know, r- relevant – in the college basketball world, and there were small steps taken in that direction. Um, again, like, sort of like Mark Turgeon, like the NCAA tournament success wasn't exactly there for the Terps um, in year one with Kevin Willard, so that's what they care about. Sort of like Illinois, like, you know, second weekend. At least get there.
0: Let's go to Penn State, um, home of, I don't know, who's the coach now? Mike Rhodes, yeah. former VCU coach. Okay. Um That's where they stand in my...
1: My yeah, game. obviously one of the better years of Penn State basketball, which right. it's a low bar to clear. But last year did really well, made the NCAA tournament, um, won a game as well. Uh, just don't backslide entirely. Is that a question? I guess. Like, I don't, all right. See, but like Penn State doesn't care about basketball. Okay, yeah. if they did. Micah Shrewsbury wouldn't have had neighbors that called the cops on his sons for playing basketball in their backyard during the middle of the day.
0: Funny story, I got called out over the weekend shooting uh, free throws with my son at Southside Elementary. A neighbor came in and said, you guys are making too much noise. Please leave. (laughs) No. I was like, what? (laughs) What was the answer? I was like, no. Was it midnight? (laughs) It was like 7 p.m. Isn't that strange? So maybe Uh there's something, maybe people are offended by those of us playing basketball. Get I,
1: they should get over it. Yeah, they do. I thankfully growing up in Eureka, neighbors were fine with me shooting.
0: Neighbors yeah. neighbors have guns in your in Eureka too, so I'm glad they were okay with you hoisting it in the loft of your barn.
1: No. Didn't have a barn at the house. I have played on the second floor of a barn. Yeah.
0: Who that's great. Love it. But speaking of barns, let's go to Nebraska. Uh so still, <laughs> home of Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, he uh, who has a good team. I'm under. I've been told. Like maybe. Am I wrong? Like, there's actual uh, ex- should... expectations
1: this year. Yeah, this might be a little premature, just because they haven't done it yet for him. Um, but they got say Tomanaga back. I mean, not like. Where else was he gonna go? But he could have gone turn pro, played professionally somewhere. But so that's big for them. I mean, he just caught fire at the end of last season. He was really good at the end of last season, and then they did pretty well in the the transfer portal. Uh, Bryce Williams from Charlotte was a good pickup. Um, Rink Mast, uh, Bradley guy, was a good pickup. Uh, Josiah Alec from New Mexico. I'm gonna miss one. Um, Aaron Uless from Iowa so like they got a bunch of veteran dudes with experience Um, plus some guy like Juwan Gary is going to be healthy again I think you know missed most of that's probably half of last year with an injury he was one of their better players before that happened so yeah probably the most positive you can talk about Nebraska basketball in the Hoiberg area. I mean they had like, the one year when they had both McGowan's and, like, got, you know, five-star, one-and-done dude and Bryce McGowan's, but, like, the team stunk, so it was sort of a waste. But, like, there's actual hope, I think, which is kind of a new territory for them.
0: Let's go to a school that maybe doesn't have that kind of trending hope. Michigan, a lot of question marks. What's their one
1: big question? <laughs> um, what happened? Like, hmm. turns out they had two first-round picks and a former All-American last year, and they couldn't even make the NIT. Um, so, like, how I do think you... think they made the NIT. Did they? Yeah, I think they lost, though, right off the bat. All right, well, I yeah. mean, the NIT used to be a thing. Doesn't matter anymore. Okay. Wow, snob. You're the first year last. And the NIT is not quite last. There's still the CBI and CIT or whatever, I think. So, but it just... Does like if you make the NIT like I don't know that teams are feeling great about themselves because they have higher expectations. Uh, but Michigan certainly had way higher, and they stunk last year. um Then their off season was not great because Hunter Dickinson left and has you know not spoken highly of just Michigan as a whole, like the program and the state since he transferred to Kansas. He said NIL was awful there and. He wasn't making what he thought he should make and um, said that people in Kansas are actually Midwest nice and they're just fake Midwest nice in Michigan. Um, so this is partly Hunter being Hunter, um, but he's not, the light is not shining brightly on Jawan Howard's program. And like, they made a couple moves in the portal also made one move to try to get Caleb love and then didn't happen. Um, but like Mari Burnett's been hurt his entire college career. I don't know what he brings. Um, they got one transfer from Tennessee that should contribute. Um, I will not pronounce his name correctly. I think what, Olivier Kumwa? I think I did that right. Um, but I, their roster is kind of a mess. And, like They are projected towards the bottom of the big 10
0: Let's go to Juwan Howard's good buddy, Greg Gard, up in <laughs> Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> seems well, to be um, a lot of question marks there, too.
1: Well, just they weren't quite the Wisconsin of Wisconsin old. I mean, they were in the NIT. Um, made it went to the quarterfinals, at least. Well, they bring most everybody back, uh, Chucky Hepper and Tyler Wall. Um, based off the NIT, maybe they're expecting uh, kind of a bump from Stephen Crowell, their seven-footer that can knock down threes. He had at least one good game um, that I – Watched from my hotel room in Iowa, because they were playing Bradley and uh, Joey Wright was a Bradley grad, wanted to watch. Um, but uh, the big uh, acquisition, I guess, uh, in the off-season, AJ Store, former Illinois commit, transferring from St. John's, um, and then you have who's their sophomore guard? That makes a bunch of threes. That's a very Wisconsin player's name, escapes me. But, like, they'll be Wisconsin. They'll be fine.
0: Stick in the Midwest here, uh, Scott Richie. The the real Midwest, I guess, where Hunter Dickinson kind of lives. Iowa, close to Kansas, looks like Kansas. People are nice like Kansas for the most part.
1: Question me with the Hawkeyes. Do they have another All-American on their roster somewhere? Because they've had at least one for a pretty good stretch here, from Luka Garza to Keegan Murray to Chris Murray. I um, don't know that they do, but I guess the question is, like, can one of their returning players have this sort of breakout season that several of their now former teammates have had? Um, I think perhaps they've got a candidate um, in which Sanford's the older one, Peyton, Peyton Sanford, I think is the older one. His younger brother price is now also on the team. Um, and then Fran's, uh, middle child, Patrick could also be a, a candidate to have, because he's, in. and then they added, uh, An interesting player, um, Ben Crikey from Valpo, who's first team All MVC last year on a really terrible Valparaiso team, but he put up good numbers. Watch your mouth, buddy. Okay, that's my alma mater. Yeah, they were like 11 and 21. They fired their coach and ushered in the Roger Powell era. Uh,
0: Ohio State, uh, are they going to be good again? I think that's the question again. Are are they
1: going to be good again? Like,
0: Like, is his run coming to an end.
1: There's some Ohio State fans that are like, wanted that last year as the kind of the bottom fell out. Um, But other than Bryce Sensabaugh, who wound up a first round pick, like all those freshmen that played a lot last year are back. Um, Bruce Thornton, I think could have a really good sophomore year. Um, Like if Zed Key is healthy, I think that'll help. Um, I think they need more from Felix Opara. They're, uh, sophomore big man um, and then they just added like four four-star freshmen at three three or four um, so we'll see like I think the question is like can Chris Holman get Ohio State back to being Ohio State like uh, if, la- if last year was an aberration that's cool but if it's not then he's probably not long for that job
0: last one of the bunch Indiana Means a lot to Illinois fans uh, who hope they have a lot of question marks.
1: I mean, I think they do. Like, it's also a program that's sort of got a point guard question. I mean, Xavier Johnson is, you know, supposedly healthy and back, but I'm not sure he's been exactly what Indiana fans hoped. Um, it's probably less of a question than Illinois who's sort of inventing the point guard, um, but big question I think for them is what could really turn their season is if Chloe Ware in the transfer from Oregon like lives up to his five-star top six recruit potential Um, obviously a big hole with Trace Jackson Davis no longer around Um, so if Ware seven-footer really super athletic can figure it out like that's a Good thing for Indiana and maybe a bad thing for the rest of the Big Ten.
0: Scott Ritchie is uh, due for another Big Ten power poll. Haven't seen it in the paper lately. I think it's probably worth updating. Things change.
1: Oh, I think there was one like mid June. Yeah, that's not lately in my
0: book. All right. I don't know. One like every week. I don't know that anything has
1: changed in the Big Ten since then.
0: Can't wait to see uh, how you mess up your your rankings in said power poll. Hey, I, I want to touch on a few Illini items before I kick you out of here. Uh, Matthew Meyer went off NBA Summer League. He is now a former Illini again. All right. He's not a former Baylor Bear. He's a former Illini in my book.
1: Yeah. I mean, he spent four years at Baylor and one at Illinois, but Illinois can claim him. Um, yeah, like, so he didn't play early in Summer League because the Rockets have invested draft picks and millions of dollars, and Jabari Smith Jr. and Tari Eason. And, mm-hmm. um, so it took a little time for those guys had crushed Summer League competition. Um, and it was like, eh, we don't need to see them as much. But Matthew Meyer, in his debut, I think it was his first game, um, Summer League, put up 19 points, 10 rebounds, couple blocks, um, uh, Really good. And three games in Vegas. And Houston is playing tonight in the championship. So we'll see if he plays. But in three games in Vegas, Meyer put up uh, 14 points per game. Shot the ball reasonably well. So I don't know if it was enough to get a roster spot. I mean, the Rockets have a lot of young dudes that they've drafted and have, again, money invested in Matthew Meyer, undrafted free agent, not a ton invested in him, but probably gets a training camp invite out of this at least. And then that's, you know, one step closer Good for opportunity.
0: Him. Good for him. He ended on kind of sour terms here. So let's, uh, let's
1: move on. He's making shots again. So that's yeah. all right. a positive.
0: You got a story coming up in Tuesday's print editions on, uh, Michael Tulip explain.
1: Yeah. So former Illinois guard, um, who obviously you know finished his career at Wright State but um got a scholarship opportunity there so can't fault him for that but uh he is going to make his broadcast debut uh this week on Friday calling a couple of games um for the analyst for a, during the the basketball tournament
0: from coach of the Illinois team to behind the mic
1: yeah but he's done a lot of you know some some media stuff i mean we've had him um, on various shows, and he did, you know, post game call in show as well on DWS, and he got a chance a couple weeks ago to go into a um, like a broadcast media boot camp that Big Ten Network put together. That uh, was all former Big Ten athletes, and uh, he had to apply and get accepted, and he was one of those that did. All right,
0: I like seeing locals uh, on the Big Ten Network. Trent Meacham does fine work. Jay Lehman.
1: Yeah. So hey, anybody Michael. else
0: from around champaign Urbana? That's a central grad and a centennial grad. Where's my Urbana grad? I don't know. What are they doing? Come on, Tigers. Get your act together.
1: Don't say that too loud. We'll come after Joey Wright. Joey.
0: Thank you, Ed Bond. Joey Wright of the News Gazette, a former Urbana Tiger. There, there's my answer. All right, talk to me We're recruiting real quick. What do I need to know about this last week?
1: I mean there was another evaluation period. The coaches could be out for a couple of days in Vegas. And also I mean, there's events sort of all over the place, but Vegas was the sort of central point. Um but just one more evaluation period this month, um, this week, and then the calendar hits. Well it resets, but uh kind of goes into a, a dead period, quiet period back and forth until the school year starts, and then, you know, visits can happen again and official visits, at least. Um, so, Illinois is still recruiting the class of twenty twenty four, but still only has the the one commit from Rez Johnson.
0: So far. All right, Scott Ritchie. Um, I'm, I'm, there's no data to share this week. I'm a little disappointed again. You always know, use the summer stuff as an excuse.
1: I don't have any data.
0: I know. I'm just sad, and I'm saddened by that. Um, looking forward to uh, some coverage, uh, getting inside the Um listening to Josh Whitman over the weekend, uh, what stuck out to you in his, uh, his media message. Anything? Not really basketball. He was optimistic about this year's team.
1: Yeah, and I think the push right now from the athletic department is – more football centric and yeah, he, Josh Whitman also spoke to the, the crowd at the Kendall Gill golf outing, you know, last week. And it was still the push is to get people in to Memorial stadium. Like, cause he talked about how, you know, the basketball team had, I think 12 sellouts last year is they want that same kind of energy in the,
0: mm.
1: in the stadium as they have in the arena. So we'll see. But, uh, He's he's hammered home a particular point quite a bit, you know. Illinois is one of 14 schools that had its football and men's and women's basketball teams make the postseason like out of all Division 1 last year. So, they're feeling pretty good about that. I say the next step would be, you know, winning a postseason game.
0: All right, Scott Ritchie enjoy Barbie. Um I I know you're looking forward to it. It's,
1: apparently it's a very well-done movie. Okay. I doubt I'll go see it.
0: Don't lie. It's okay, Scott Ritchie. Every morning, uh, lineihq dot com, six a.m. Unique online only content. Follow him on radio radio as well. Several appearances every week. Scotty, I appreciate your visit today. We will talk to you next Monday.